high vibrations always a vibe and life is all about the vibes the connections the feelings we call that intuition take the time to listen hello hello how are we doing if we're listening to this then you better be feeling good because that means you are breathing you are alive you get to create and make whatever it is you want of your life let's practice some motherfucking gratitude sometimes we need some attitude but let's try and stay on that gratitude vibe as much as we can um sometimes that means we have to redirect our brain our thoughts right and that's okay gotta do what we gotta do that's something i've been working on a lot not allowing my thoughts to spiral and turn into a million scenarios that are not even happening or (laughs) at risk of happening who else be overthinking i know it ain't just me that shit can have you stuck it's useful too but yeah i can definitely have you stuck so you gotta remember at some point to stop thinking reconnect with yourself go into action i've been cutting my overthinking short a lot by literally snapping myself out of it i'll clap or i'll shake my head or i'll make some kind of sound um stop my feet to kind of remind me like hey get out of your brain And then I take that opportunity to come back to me by connecting with my breath. And then I kind of check in, right? Like, what the fuck was I even stressing? And what can I do about them? I make myself go into that action mode. It's very necessary because of you don't do all that then you'll just be stuck in your mind forever that's not how you create the life you want that shit can have you stuck today's episode is gonna be there's all these reflections involved in in my preaching right but i'm focusing on decolonizing a word we've been hearing a lot lately right but more so just reclaiming practices that belong to my ancestors many many years ago let's get into that shit decolonizing it's one of those special words being tossed around a lot in this spirituality lifestyle right what does it really fucking mean? I mean, a lot of these words, you just hear them used over and over, and it's like, what does this shit mean? Like, you can't just use a word and ride that word's wave, right? Are you really living up to 
the meaning of that word? Have you even sat with that word to... Wow, this motherfucker just littered. I'm gonna stare at them. I saw you litter. Okay. <laughs> back, back to us. So have you sat with that word, right? What does that word even mean to you? How is that word going to benefit you? How can you actually embody that word? This is all important when you hear these new key terms. Um, you can't just start throwing a fucking word into your vocabulary. Sit with that word. And a lot of words don't even get used correctly, if I'm being honest. Motherfuckers have all kinds of personal meanings for words these days. I stay asking, like, uh, what do you mean by that? What does that mean to you? Because, honestly, you never know these days. Um, decolonizing basically means to remove colonized ways. D means to remove, to get rid of. For example, de-stress. When you do de-stressing activities, you are doing things that get rid of your stress. So when you are decolonizing, you should be practicing ways that are getting rid of colonization. Colonization is fucking everywhere. So decolonizing is very extensive. It can include many, many different areas of life. And it also requires that you do some research, right? Reconnect with, well, what were the ways before colonization? It's a little hard to do that sometimes because colonization happened so many years ago and it's still happening every day. Like, there's so many beliefs that we have just internalized and we don't even realize. Basically takes a lot of unlearning. We have to unlearn, we have to relearn, we have to practice these methods, we have to have conversations about them, we have to have our actions match what we've relearned. It's a whole, whole lifestyle. I say all that to <laughs> say that that's what decolonization means to me. It means unlearning and then putting that unlearning into action, right? That's your lifestyle now. What you've unlearned or relearned or remembered, however you want to call it, that becomes your new way of life. That becomes what you embody, what you integrate into your everyday existence. It can be hard to do that for a lot of us because of many reasons. Colonization has made it very convenient for us, right? Our lives are so convenient because of colonization. Like, you have to admit that. 
I'm not gonna lie, I love a lot of the perks that come from capitalism. We, we all do, we all use these perks in some way or another. We, we can't deny that this shit has made our lives very convenient. But is convenience worth the pain and suffering of the majority of humans who are mostly non-white or have a disability or are just different in any way, right? That's, that's basically who society has decided is disposable. Anyone who's basically different than what these white men have decided should be normal because it benefits them. So besides the convenience, a lot of us just can't even trace our ancestry anymore because of colonization, right? It's like, well, I don't fucking know where my great-great-grandparents were from. Um, I don't even know their names. Like, I don't even know when or where they were born because they had to change their name or they had to get a fake um, certificate or so many, so many things that went on, right? So our ancestry has been lost. They had to stop speaking their language. They had to stop partaking in their traditions. And we, little by little, just keep losing parts parts of us. So that alone makes it difficult. I'm one of those people who have some knowledge about my, my ancestral history, but I mean, I don't have access to all of it. Um, my Nana, for sure, she shared a lot with me of her beliefs and her customs, and I'm so grateful for that. But even that, like, she didn't really know beyond her great-grandma, you know? Like, her mom didn't talk to her about this stuff. That's what happened to a lot of our people. Like, this just wasn't talked about. Um, my grandparents on, you know, my mom's side, like, when I recently met them, I was trying to ask my grandma, you know, questions about ancestry, and she's just like, I don't know, or she just straight up didn't want to talk about it. It's like, damn. Um, so a lot of them just don't even want to remember for whatever traumatic reasons they're trying to put behind. So it's it's tough to remember, to reconnect, to relearn sometimes. Um, something that's worked for me is just letting my intuition guide me with the little information that I do have. Like, for instance, I know that my family on both sides pretty much comes from the state that we know as Mexico. You know, I can trace that back a few generations. Were there some other influences involved somewhere down the line in my ancestry? I'm sure, because as we know, Mexico was colonized by Spain, right? 
So yeah, there, there had to have been some kind of European ancestry mixed up in there, but for the most part, I know my grandparents and their parents. I know what part of Mexico they were born in. Um, like I said, I know certain beliefs and traditions, and I know what cultures those beliefs and traditions come from. So that's how I've been remembering and relearning. And it's, you know, I know we hear so much about appropriation and a lot of times we're even scared to like remember or unlearn and relearn because we're like oh my gosh what if I'm appropriating this culture that totally does not belong to me in any way what I think about that is like I said if you have a good relationship with your intuition then you will feel in your gut what is a part of you what has been a part of you what once was a part of you you will feel it it does this feel aligned with me does this feel like it was a part of me and if so who am i gonna choose to relearn this from if you are out here relearning some kind of Mayan practice from a white person no <laughs> just don't do that if you really feel like the Maya culture is a part of you is something that you once lived that your ancestors once partook in then find someone of Maya culture and reach out to them and come to them with an open heart and honesty and see if they're willing to teach you. So that's one example. And then what are you relearning this for, right? Are you really relearning it to just feel more connected to your true higher self, to your ancestry, um, to be more aligned with the ways that your ancestor used to live and honor the earth and all life or are you just doing it because it's the fucking thing to do right now or because you're planning to profit off these learnings in some way right if that's why then no you don't get to i'm sorry ancestral knowledge is sacred that's the first thing it's it's a fucking way of life like, this was not some, oh, let me do this to fucking seem cool on Instagram for our ancestors. This was the way of life. This was their beliefs. This was rooted deep down inside of them, which is why those of us who are connected to these ways feel it. We feel that shit. Don't be out here just appropriating for the fuck of it. Something I did recently that felt really aligned with me deep in my gut was have a mother's blessing ceremony. Uh, this is something that I've never seen done by any family members. I've never heard any stories about ancestors doing it, but 
a life doula that I did some coaching with last year actually introduced me to it and it just felt like something that I needed something that my spirit needed basically what it is is a ceremony where you invite your closest people um, some would call them your tribe your ride or dies your day ones your people that support you throughout it all that you expect to be there for you for pretty much your entire life you invite these people to help you prepare for birth spiritually emotionally mentally you do certain activities together that invoke positive blessings and protective thoughts in order to avert any misfortunes throughout your pregnancy and just motherhood journey in general the goal throughout the ceremony is to just create and sustain a peaceful, loving atmosphere to let the mom know that she is supported. When my life doula at Jumake on Instagram, shout out to her, she is amazing. Um, when she was explaining this to me, it just sounded so beautiful and I needed to make this happen for myself and for those closest to me so that they could also experience this um when June was telling me about this you know she said she had done one before for a friend she does have experience being a birth doula as well and she is of Thai ancestry I think it's either her great-grandma or her grandma who was actually um, the doula for their village in Thailand and you know she learned a lot about the way things were done through memories that her mom had following her grandma around um talking to her and doing my own research about the different activities and just kind of recreating these activities in a way that felt aligned with me is how I was able to put together my mother's blessing ceremony and it was beautiful, um, just such a loving environment to be around. Everybody loved it. Our hearts were just so filled with loving support. And it was also a healing moment, right, to be in that kind of environment, have your closest people tell you these beautiful words and wishes and blessings um, out loud in front of each other to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. It was something really special and we all got to learn that it's safe to be vulnerable. So that's that's one way to kind of reclaim things, right? And when June was telling me about it, I remember asking her, is this 
what they used to do back in the day. Um, like all these different activities when she was telling me about them and she's like, well, you know, there's really no specific way for us to tell, but we can reclaim these traditions in a way that works for us. And I was like, oh yeah, you're right. It's funny because I asked her, you know, our ancestors, is this what they used to do? And I mean, I said her ancestors come from Thailand, my ancestors come from Mexico, pretty different parts of the world, right? But when you think about it, pretty much every culture, except the Caucasians, of course, I've been around a lot of different cultures throughout my lifetime and I'm sure other lifetimes. And I've noticed that we all have very similar beliefs, whether we are Asian cultures or um, Mexican cultures or Salvadorian cultures or Guatemalan or African-American or if you want to just call it black because that's how a lot of African-Americans identify, um, Indian culture or Middle Eastern, just indigenous practices in general, they were all very similar, um, very focused around the same types of beliefs, right? Family, community, food, rituals, very similar in my opinion. If you have no way to really trace ancestry go with your gut see what what feels aligned to you with the little knowledge that you have and reclaim things in a way that work for you reclaim them without appropriating them without causing harm or um putting those who actually have very strong ties to those traditions at a disadvantage in any type of way. Um, why did I do a mother's blessing? Let's get into that shit. Because it felt really aligned with me. It was another way for me to reclaim something, another way for me to expose others to a different way of doing things. Baby showers have honestly never, they just never felt right to me. I don't know, I always just saw them as this weird party where everybody and their mamas was invited. A lot of these people like weren't even part of the mom and the baby's immediate village. Like they were just people, people that people knew, friends of friends, like people just there to fucking eat and have a good time. And I just, I don't like that. I like intimate private moments that's the type of person I am like if you're not gonna be in my life forever as a support system for me and my child then why the fuck do I want you at something celebrating my child right and even just that part it's so focused on the baby don't get me wrong like there's nothing wrong with celebrating the baby it's new life it's you know something beautiful that's being created but becoming a mother is a lot it is a very transforming journey it can feel lonely scary brings up so many emotions um 
your life just completely changes forever, right? It's a huge responsibility. And it never sat right with me that the mother doesn't get acknowledged enough. I mean, back in the days, mother-to-bees were fucking worshipped. And that's what I wanted to get back to. How do we center the mother? Because the baby's gonna be centered regardless. So I just wanted something that focused on the mother and her journey and supporting her that's what i found through this mother's blessing ceremony um so if baby showers have never felt right to you either for whatever reason maybe mother's blessing ceremonies or something that you could do some research on and find a way to have one for either yourself or a close friend in a way that feels authentically aligned and doesn't feel like you're stealing other cultural practices and traditions. So yeah, we all definitely have a responsibility to decolonize. Um, I think especially white people because y'all were indigenous (laughs) before also. You had indigenous ways, indigenous practices. You've just have left them so far behind. You have really, really forgotten them. So even y'all like reconnect with your specific indigenous practices. I see so many white people trying to connect to, you know, indigenous non-white cultures and like why what are you doing that for your ancestors had your own practices before you decided that white was right and the best and superior fucking way to live so research that shit reconnect with that i think a lot of y'all are pissing your ancestors off by leaving their traditions in the past and you're pissing our ancestors off as well and us who are currently here living trying to reclaim and remember the shit that your most recent ancestors keep trying to bury and make us forget so yeah just a little bit of advice there all right well that's pretty much all i have to say i'm outside and the fucking mosquitoes are coming out so i'm gonna get myself back home hope this episode has invoked some good thoughts and opened your mind to looking and practicing different ways of of living i'll talk to y'all next month bye